1986, Harold Washington, the mayor of Chicago, traveled to New Orleans to celebrate the Chicago Bears' victory in the Super Bowl over the New England Patriots. He brought with him an assortment of local food items to showcase the Windy City's culinary scene. He said, hey, we're here with uh, deep dish Chicago pizza, Chicago ribs, and Eli's Cheesecake. That's Mark Shulman, the president of Eli's Cheesecake. His father, Eli Shulman, came up with his version of the cheesecake in the late 1970s to serve at his downtown Chicago restaurant, Eli's The Place for Steak. The dessert was a hit with diners, so in 1984, Eli Shulman opened a commercial bakery to make the cakes for local restaurants. Business was good, but having Eli's cheesecake featured as part of the Bears' Super Bowl celebration really put Eli Shulman's creation on the map. Today, Eli's cheesecake makes the equivalent of 20 to 25,000 cheesecakes a day, shipping them to restaurants, hotels, and grocery stores around the world. And it's one of the rare sweet items in the pantheon of classic Chicago foods, a group that consists mostly of savory artery busters like pizza, hot dogs, and Italian beef. Some people call the dessert Chicago-style cheesecake, but for Mark, it's really Eli-style. The fact is that the Chicago cheesecake, Eli's cheesecake, has a cookie crust, so that makes it unique. It is a fast bake. A lot of times cheesecakes are water bath baked and so the top is very pale. Well these are baked in an oven that's very hot so you're going to get that golden brown appearance and that's a really important part. We use sour cream in our cheesecake so a lot of times you won't see that and so I'd say that the characteristics of a Chicago cheesecake, of our of Eli's cheesecake, this is really a little richer and creamier. You know, a lot of times a New York cheesecake is much firmer and um, it doesn't taste as good. So I think by using all these special ingredients and Nielsen Massey 3X Bourbon Vanilla, you come up with a product that really has this pretty special taste profile and so it makes it stand out compared to others. Welcome to The Distance, a podcast about longevity in business. I'm Waylon Wong. On this episode, a look at how one restaurateur's dessert became a Chicago icon. We are a production of Basecamp, the leading project management app for keeping everyone on the same page. Last week, another 4,835 companies signed up to run their projects with Basecamp. And you can try it free for 60 days at Basecamp.com slash The Distance. And Eli's cheesecake has cream cheese, of course, along with sour cream, eggs, and vanilla, all held in a crust made from shortbread cookies that are baked fresh each night. There's another key ingredient that goes into all of Eli's products, and that's Chicago pride. It's impossible to separate the story of the Shulman family and their company from their deep involvement in local philanthropy and the city's political scene, which Eli's has both contributed to and benefited from. Eli Shulman was a former Democratic precinct captain and deputy coroner, and he has a playground named after him in a city park located across the street from where his restaurant used to be. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel spent so much money on Eli's cheesecakes for gifts to donors and out-of-town corporate CEOs that the Chicago Tribune did a story about what it called his cheesecake diplomacy. The mayor's spokesman told the newspaper, cheesecakes are the currency of Rahm. And it was in July 1980, at a city-organized culinary event called the Taste of Chicago, 
where Eli's Cheesecake made its first appearance outside of Eli Shulman's restaurant. He developed a, a cheesecake, but he'd only really sell it to his customers. And then this idea came, wow, you know, here's an opportunity. His friend Arnie Morton came to him. They were going to do this new event on July 4th, 1980, one day taste of Chicago in front of Tribune Tower. No one knew what to expect. And so that's where the cheesecake made its debut. And I think about my dad, then was 70 years old, wearing a suit, you know, and you're trying to figure out how to cut the cheesecake because it's before we had equipment to do that. And, you know, people said, wow, Eli, you know, this cake. So it validated what happened. So it was funny or fun for us the last couple of days to taste watching lines. So there were lines in 1980. And there continue to be lines today. Eli Shulman's friend Arnie Morton was a fellow restaurateur and the founder of Morton's Steakhouse. That one-day event, The Taste of Chicago, has ballooned into a multi-day food and live music festival that draws more than a million people every year. And Eli's Cheesecake always has a booth. It's never missed a year. This summer at The Taste, to celebrate the 35th anniversary of both the festival and The Cheesecake's public debut, Eli's made a 1,500-pound cheesecake. For you calorie counters out there, that's 700 pounds of cream cheese, 200 pounds of sugar, 900 eggs, 40 pounds of chocolate chips, and 100 pounds of cookie crust, held together with buttercream frosting and a 10-pound dusting of graham cracker crumbs, and topped with 70 pounds of strawberries. More than an hour before the cake cutting was scheduled to begin, there was already a line forming, and the crowd cheered as a forklift carefully removed the massive cake from the refrigerated truck and wheeled it over to the Eli's tent. After some remarks from Mark, his wife Maureen, and a few different functionaries, the cast of the Broadway musical Kinky Boots sang Happy Birthday. And then Eli's staff got to work cutting and serving the cake, which came in three flavors, plain, chocolate chip, and birthday cake. Mark estimates they served around 5,000 people. Lord have mercy. Girl, this is awesome, isn't it? I love cheesecake, but I never thought I'd get a big piece like this here. This is just gorgeous. Oversized novelty food items are always a crowd pleaser, and Eli's has gotten very good at making huge cheesecakes. It's made them for Disney World's 25th anniversary, Sesame Street's 20th birthday, and President Bill Clinton's and Barack Obama's inaugural celebrations. The Red, White, and Bill cheesecake served in 1997 for Clinton's second inaugural was 2,000 pounds and 12 layers, decorated with 300 pounds of red, white, and blue confetti. All of Eli's products, from their many flavors of cheesecakes to traditional cakes to bars and tarts, come out of the company's 62,000-square-foot facility on Chicago's northwest side, which also has a cafe that's open to the public. The factory makes upwards of 20,000 cheesecakes a day, but Mark and his quality assurance manager, Aurelio Ayala, says the company designs its production around small batches to ensure that everything comes out right. The cheesecake filling is mixed 500 pounds at a time, and the different add-ons, whether it's chocolate ganache or Michigan cherry topping, are also made fresh on site. Then the cakes are fed into a tunnel oven that measures 60 feet long and 12 feet wide. Getting the product consistent is really the most important thing because uh, whenever you're getting anybody bakes a cheesecake at home, they tell you the horror stories of overbaking, underbaking, cracking. So anything that they go through, we've gone through, and we actually continue to go through. I know 
Aurelia worked on a new product. We did a chocolate chip cheesecake in a new size this week. And the first day, there were lots of issues. And so you really plan, you work together, but we're in a business where you really can't take anything for granted. The Ton 11 is kind of the showpiece of the Eli's Bakery. When the company first started making cheesecakes, it inherited an older facility that had pizza ovens. Then they went to rack ovens. The Ton 11 is trickier to operate, but can handle a large volume of cheesecakes at one time. When they come out, they travel onto a floor-to-ceiling spiral cooling rack, circling around for long enough that they can be handled and removed from the pans. Today, the Ton 11 is churning out hundreds of birthday cake-flavored cheesecakes, which have multicolored sprinkles mixed into the filling. It's one of Eli's newer flavors. One of the things, again, about our business is flexibility. Uh, started with my dad originally, he had four flavors of cheesecake, and then you'd make a handful of each. Now we make hundreds of different items for many different types of customers, both domestically and internationally. So um, you never sort of know what you're going to be able to do, but I think we'll go take a walk and see the decorators decorating some of our um, uh, salted caramel bars, because we do bars as well as cheesecake. At the decorating station, employees are piping four lines of caramel across a pan of bars that already has a chocolate topping. Another group of employees then creates a marbling effect by dragging a thin tool down the top, perpendicular to the caramel lines. It's fast but precise work, and it's all done manually. Here it's a salted caramel bar, um, and we also do a lot of salted caramel cheesecake. Salted caramel's been a very popular flavor, so here, the swirling that's being done on top of the product is done by hand. And we've looked, you know, at different ways to do it, but it's really one of those things that it makes everyone unique and special. And I think sometimes companies try, you know, oh my God, I'm gonna have robotics, I'm gonna have the machine do it, but machines do the same thing maybe over and over again, but you know, when you want to say, hey, was this homemade and was this handmade? So we can proudly say that our desserts are handmade. Eli's is planning to double its current facility over the next year, taking the factory to 105,000 feet. Mark thinks there's lots of untapped potential in overseas markets, as well as in the company's mail order business and its kiosk at O'Hare International Airport. Why get complacent? I mean, you know, if you get complacent, you might as well get out. And I think there's a lot of competition. I think we compete with anybody, you know, with a pan. I mean, to home bakers, restaurant bakers, small wholesale bakers. I mean, there's no, like, guarantee. And then multinational companies as well. So... You know, I guess the question is, we're going to be here. Why not be thoughtful all the time? When Mark looks back at the history of Eli's Cheesecake, he sees it as a continuation of his late parents' long legacy in the restaurant industry, 75 years and counting, when you consider Eli Shulman opened his first restaurant before World War II. Eli's The Place for Steak opened in 1966, and closed after a nearly 40-year run when its landlord decided to redevelop the building. But the memories of the restaurant are still strong. Someone recently asked Mark for Eli's famous recipe for calves liver, which came smothered in sautéed onions, green peppers, and mushrooms. Eli's the place for steak drew local politicians, sports stars, and out-of-town celebrities like Frank Sinatra and Liza Minnelli. 
Mark wears a watch that Frank and Barbara Sinatra gave his father in 1987, a year before Eli Shulman died. When I went to Northwestern Law School, I lived upstairs for three years in Karachas. So it's right down the block, so my dad would always call me down if it was Johnny Carson or Roger Moore or Sean Connery or Frank Sinatra. After my dad died, the Sinatras would continue to come in, and you could hear a pin drop because it was usually, you know, 12, 1 in the morning, and, you know, I think once he, like, wanted a drink and he looked up, and I think everybody in the restaurant was just staring at him. It was real special, and Eli's, I mean, as, uh, you know, as we now get all these pictures together and we think about all the things that happened, and, and, you know, that makes me, you know, feel good because, you know, we're telling the Eli story, and I wish, you know, my father, you know, hey, he was there at that first taste of Chicago, you know, years later, but, you know, we haven't veered that much from the formula. The Distance is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. You can find us on Twitter at DistanceMag, that's at DistanceMag, or online at thedistance.com, where you'll find a button to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and can also sign up for our email newsletter. Please subscribe to The Distance and rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us climb the iTunes charts so other people can find us. And if you're not an iTunes user, just tell a friend about us. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode about a long-standing business. The Distance is a production of Basecamp, the project management app for keeping everyone on the same page. Give Basecamp a try for your own projects at basecamp.com slash the distance. Yeah.